This episode of Everything is Awesome is brought to you by Telest. Telest is a fantasy world created by Michael D'Angelo. Spanning 15 novels and novellas, Telus is a place of magic and splendor, where great heroes fight for the people. Some of these heroes are blessed with the strain, granting them uncanny abilities. The Telus universe is medieval superhero fantasy with steampunk elements that mix with several different mythologies. With so much to choose from, the world is in your hands. Get more information, purchase the books, and discover the world of Telus at Telus.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And oh boy, we're getting back into it good this guy uh, this year, guys. Um, we've already talked about 2020, and I know if you're listening to this in episode order, the timey-wimey aspect of everything is blowing your mind right now. But hey, let's pretend you're on a TARDIS and it doesn't matter, all right? Uh, I'm so happy to be back into podcasting. Um, a lot of what I'm doing is just kind of getting everything caught up that's already recorded. I'm also recording some new content. I got some new um, experimental episodes that I want to record. I also want to um, start introducing actual plays into this uh, Everything is Awesome with Kevin Gallagher feed. Um, it, in, we're not going to become an, an actual play, role-playing game podcast, but... Um, I want to start um, including some of my uh, games that I've designed um, and, and uh, sit down and play test them with friends and, and, and sit down and record those um, for the podcast um, because it's just it's part of what I do. So why would I not share it on this podcast feed, you know? Um, so we're going to be doing some uh, there's going to be a bunch of recordings that I recorded last year that are, are going to be put up as uh, we go on. Uh, there's going to be new episodes that we record that go up along with those as we post uh, about three episodes a week or something, as we previously mentioned on another episode. But uh, we today we are going to kick it back to an episode that I recorded, oh gosh, almost uh, almost a year ago to the day, um, maybe a lo- maybe a week longer, maybe a week longer. Um, and it is uh, one of my favorite people uh, who um, we actually on not th- just this show, but on the entire That's Entertainment podcast network, we get to hear from uh, on every episode, uh, the voice of the network, uh, Casey Spivey. We're not going to bury the lead. Um, this when I recorded this episode last year, uh, it was the f- so we recorded this in 2019. We went. All of 2018 without an appearance with with uh, Casey, which we we dive into in this episode. We talk about uh, her past appearances and stuff. And um, Casey, uh, still to this day, is one of a few people that have multiple episode arcs um, that aren't just two parters. Um, there there are a handful of people that have uh, come back to the to the epi- oh, to the episode to the show. Uh, 
you know, you're Mike D'Angelo, who's, you know, my best friend. So, of course, he's going to be on whenever I need him. Uh, you have your Jeff Stormers, who have done multiple uh, appearances. You have, uh, God, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm burning out on top of my head. Uh, Chris Revel, uh, Ben Wallace, I believe. If, if not already, shortly you'll hear him again on the network or on, on this episode, on this podcast. Guys, it's Monday. I haven't had coffee yet. I have not had my coffee yet. Um, but she joins, she's part of an elite group of super friends, um, who, uh, through this podcast I met and, uh, even though we're separated, even though we're separated by, uh, the entire country, team East coast, team West coast, uh, you know, I consider her friends and, um, I, I enjoy everything she does. She inspires me as a uh, creative person. Um, you know, much like everyone you listen to is a multiple uh, episode guest. Chances are they inspire me in some fashion. Uh, you know, and that includes Mike and Jeff Stormer and James D'Amato and, and Casey Spivey. All, all anyone that I have on more and more, it's because I genuinely like them and I genuinely am inspired by them and um, and, and love what they do. So uh, that's what this episode is. This episode, so first and foremost, you know, and I guess this wasn't first necessarily, but foremost, certainly, uh, apologies to uh, Casey Spivey for um, waiting nearly a year, well, over a year to get this episode out. Uh, unfortunately, that meant that we truly did wait until 2020 to get her back on the show, uh, which means we're going to have to have Casey on the show at least one or two more times in 2020. And I know from what she's doing, uh, you know, in, in the creative space, um, she's got a lot to talk about with, with both the, you know, what she does per, for her personal projects and what she does professionally. So, um, we'll be sure to get her back on, uh, to note, there are going to be things that are discussed in this episode that are obviously a little dated, uh, very specifically, I believe, uh, you know, where uh, she works. Uh, I don't. I believe she has moved on to another position with another company. Um, but she was uh, a, 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 the head writer for the place that we talk about in this episode and a wonderful uh, addition to the team. Uh, and it was great kind of getting to see her um, in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area, Bucks County, uh, all, like see her videos played not on the internet like that was really cool uh as like a, a friend of hers like oh my god like i know i know her that's that was crazy um we uh also uh, uh talk about near the end of this episode um about a uh, a certain podcast that happens and um is now currently on hiatus but we'll end up playing um one or two episodes from their feed in our feed, just so that you can get to hear it. You should still go subscribe and listen to what they did. Um, I ha always have the hope that they will come back and do it again. Um, and, uh, that they'll, they'll, uh, once they get a stride in their video production, that Casey and Heidi will come back with the blind jokes as a podcast because it was generally, uh, genuinely, it was genuinely, uh, one of my favorite things to listen to uh, as I got ready to post it and stuff. Um, so, uh, but I still consider the Bond Jokes part of the team. Casey is always going to be part of the network. She is our voice, and um, yeah, I, I'm I'm just very excited that we got to sit down and talk to Casey. Hey, you know what? Uh, I've gone on and on. Let's uh, let's just 
kick it to us in the very distant past uh, and listen to Casey and myself just chat about life, like things like the DC universe, uh, the blind jokes, uh, that that little that little musical she was a part of, Shame of Thrones, the musical, uh, and a whole bunch of other things that we chatted about. Uh, I'll be back uh, for a very brief, uh, uh, you know, mid-session break, um, and uh, for a mid-roll. That's what they call it. I'll be back for a very, very brief mid-roll, uh, and then uh, again to kind of wrap the episode up. So uh, thank you all for listening, uh, and let's kick it over to Casey Spivey right here on Everything Is Awesome on AwesomePodcast.com. First episode since our anniversary show that we uh, that at the time of this recording we have yet to do, but oh. obviously, obviously, okay. obviously, if it's after, it's you know it's aired already. So, so I'm not like every anniversary show, like the the episode after, I change something up with the show, and I haven't decided uh-huh. exactly what that is. So, uh. I don't know if I'm doing an actual intro. Like, so, so the last time, well, the first time you were on the show, we did like this long winded intro and then I got rid of that uh, and just do like a a post intro and outro. And I was thinking about bringing it back, but I don't know. So, you know what? Uh, Maybe if we bring it back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's Casey Spivey. Yay. Hey. Woohoo. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, if I decided to do the uh, post intro, well, then you got a uh, double introduction. Dope. But uh, yeah, it's been a. I, I want to say actually, in the year of 2018, I don't think you were on the show. I think we had you on twice really? in 20. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, oh well, hold on, hold on, because I keep copious notes. Okay, so I have <laughs> February. 20, I'm such a nerd. I have February 2017, June 2017. Yeah. Then I have the Justice League. Yeah, and that was, I think, like November of 2017, or maybe December. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, uh, 28. Like now. Oh, I guess. My God. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh over a year at this point, but that's also not fair because technically everyone gets to hear your voice every week on this show because <laughs> uh, you are the voice of the network. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it, it, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> and and so you, literally you, I've been on every show and literally I was on every show in 2018. Not every show cuz I don't I think it started <laughs> I think I had you started start doing it maybe in like like the spring of 2018, but almost every okay. episode of 2018. Oh my god. And it's it's I can't I have, believe it's been that long. Right, I know. I was thinking about this the other day uh, when, and I, I, I mean, I'd be lying. We all know I'd be lying if I said if I was preparing for this episode. But uh, <laughs> I was. I don't know what. I, I, I guess because it was coming up, I was thinking right. about. It. I was like, oh my god, it's it's literally been over a year at this point. Like the last episode, but your, your last episode, even though it was a train wreck to edit because there was five <laughs> different pieces of audio to put together with all the different guests. Yeah. Um, or panelists, I should say, that birthed uh, the the format that we Thank do you. at cons. 
Oh, oh it also, yes. Yes, it also birthed Casey for Batgirl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I only which, bring that up because I was literally asked about that today. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, I was like, oh, wait, that, oh, yeah, that birth, yeah. that was like, oh, my God. Anyways, I was like, I was thinking about that. And I was like, how interesting that, like, how serendipitous that I'm going back on that show today. Well, it's funny because I, I literally just looked at your, like, uh, your Twitter bio because that's obviously the Bible. That's uh, so funny. I just took, because I just took it out, like, literally two hours ago. And it's, I've been, like, And now doing... I'm literally going back in and putting it in as we speak. Literally uh, as we speak. Because I went... Cause... Is this sad? Is this pathetic no, now? Because no. should I put it back in? Yes, absolutely. You okay, should. I'm gonna put it back in. I'm gonna put it back in because I, I this, this is fresh. <laughs> this is how uh, how much I think you should put it back in. I've been and I'm still in the process of trying to get the store together on on our website, but yeah. I, I I was putting together a bunch of like a couple of different everything is awesome shirts, and then I have like these two random shirts that are just random sayings, and I was like, oh my god. I think I think hashtag Casey for Batgirl needs uh, to be a shirt. <laughs> absolutely, and you can keep all of that money. I will buy a shirt from you for it. <laughs> I would <clears throat> love that because it hasn't been like the movie is still in the works. So I feel oh, like yeah. we've still got a chance. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's I mean I, now I have not been reading up on it uh, at all, and I really only look at like io io9.com now for like my my beat news i guess uh okay. and occasionally like whatever gets tweeted out there i guess twitter is really what i look at the most twitter yeah same <laughs> uh but the yeah i mean ever since like joss whedon stepped away there really hasn't been much development and and news on it, except for me and unless that character is going to be involved with the birds of prey slash oh. harley quinn movie oh, I have no idea. right i i think the last thing i read about it was that the writer of Birds of Prey is being romanced to write the Batgirl script. Gotcha, gotcha. I uh, think that might be what's going on, but I don't know. It, it's apparently on on a break right now from yeah. development. Well, I mean, God, I, I want to say that DC was probably – and is still currently trying to figure out what's going on in their world yeah. because, you know, they've Wonder Woman obviously, you know, was one of the episodes that I had you on for, and uh, yes. and, and that was good. Um, and did have you seen Aquaman? Okay, I'm debating. <laughs> I'm really because I don't want to be disappointed, and that's why I keep oh. putting it off. Okay, but then I my friend went who's a big fan of all comics and everything and mm. he liked it but so, i'm like there's no way this is gonna be good and i no. don't want to be oh. disappointed oh my god I, so i i um i liked the trailers um and and whatnot but i was like going in with the same kind of like i don't know like dc has really disappointed me with almost all their mm -hmm. movies except for wonder woman wonder woman uh yeah uh so i want so I went in uh, and came out very happy. My only complaint, only complaint, is that it's a little too long. Um, they could right, shave like maybe. It was like, yeah, yeah. Like it was like a really long movie. It was like we don't need three hours of Aquaman. Like, yeah, and, <laughs> we can and just like, 
yeah there's there's like just certain shots and like don't get me wrong it's all beautiful like here's what i really like about the movie it's done something that a comic book movie hasn't done yet in the sense that like it's it takes us underwater it takes us to that to another world that that a movie should be doing and uh and so every shot is beautiful it's it's such a, a well shot movie and and um but you know there's definitely scenes while beautiful to look at that i'm like yeah you could trim at least 15 seconds here and like and i'm not a great editor or anything content like i'm i'm garbage but i can there was a lot that i noticed that i was like all right here's a couple seconds here and there that you can trim and you could i think it was like it clocked in around two and a half hours uh i think i think if you trim 15 minutes from it 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 becomes a better movie but with that being always yeah with that being said though it is I mean, not as good as Wonder Woman, but it's definitely uh, like the second best DC movie since uh, Man really? of Steel. Since Man of Steel, yeah, yeah. Since the Man of Steel, the Snyder verse, I guess is is what they're calling it. But right, uh, because this is a new director. I want to say, oh, James Wan. Wan, I, I was like, is yeah. it Wan? Yep, I think yep. it's Wan. Yeah. yeah. So okay, that gives me hope because yeah. I I've been putting it off. No. Only because and, I'm very scared. And here's, I think, what they did. Like, one of the reasons it works so well is that, like, there's one throwaway line uh, about his his involvement in the Justice League movie um, that, okay. like, everyone I talked to, like, they didn't they didn't even really hear that line. I just happened to hear the word Steppenwolf. And I was like, oh, my God, this mm-hmm. is, like, here's the connection to, to the rest of the universe. And then that's it. Like, literally mm-hmm. nothing else is connected. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have, I'm hoping that that Shazam, which I think is the next DC movie, yes, uh, I am excited for that. That one looks really good too. But I'm hoping that one does the same thing, where it kind of just does its own thing and maybe throws a very light reference to the rest of the universe. Um, mm-hmm. Because, uh, and I think that's why, like the the Batgirl movie and a lot of the other movies that were supposed to be part of this grand scheme to compete with the MCU were kind of shelved and put on hold until they can figure out what they want to do. And I think they've realized that they just need to make standalone movies and then, and then worry. Yeah. Like, uh, and I should, I shouldn't yeah, be giving Marvel away all my whole universe thing. Yeah. Well, so, and I, I don't want to give away all my secrets to, to what I think the DCEU needs, because as I was saying, the, the other great thing besides Casey for Batgirl that birthed from that, that round table was uh, in 2018, we did like two panels at two conventions and we, we go with the namesake of Dark Knights of the Roundtable, uh, which is what ah. that, that thing. So that was like that episode where it was you, uh, uh, Ryan, bj and oh god people are gonna um it was uh yes and craig yes craig craig you and then and then myself uh that episode dark Mm nights of the round table uh birds like this nice little cool panel uh thing that i got to do in 2018 that we just applied to do uh another con uh that's in april to do like i applied for three uh panels because i'm insane and i i want to i want to do all (laughs) do all the panels mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um but yeah so that was like my 2018 was all about uh like doing more public events that weren't necessarily i got burned out doing like live podcast. well yeah well oh, very no. specifically live podcasting um 
And mm. it's funny that I talk about this because uh, almost a year ago to the day of uh, this recording, um, I did. So every January I do a, I do a festival uh mm-hmm. that if anyone follows me on twitter sees me talking about all the time right now uh or or, or a couple of weeks ago if you're listening to this um and last year we partnered with i'm not going to name the organization but we we partnered with an organization that uh wasn't really local based um they and they did work for cancer and and whatnot and uh not for cancer i mean they, they're anti-cancer like most people are but uh <laughs> they <laughs> they uh they really didn't help promote the event or anything and and it's because they have people like ryan reynolds uh working for them so like right. with, they're they're gonna they're they're gonna deal with deadpool not you know some jackass in philadelphia so uh so i was really on like i got so so like drunk at that event and like i don't remember my show uh at all from that day oh, I, I was so so i ended up get not only being like very angry at at the organization for not helping make it a better event i also was very embarrassed at how i conducted myself that day uh mm-hmm. as the guy in charge of the festival uh so oh, I, I almost like stepped i i, I don't want to say i stepped away from podcasting but i almost stepped away from live podcasting um right and it was very much the conventions that like brought me back to like, all right, if I just do different formats throughout the year, then I can, then I won't hate my life. Absolutely. Or, or burn out on the same thing over and over and over again. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, I totally get that. Yeah. Well, and yeah, like it's funny. The last, so the last time we talked and, and very specifically talked like one-on-one, not about a movie, not about uh, a round table, you were doing like, 17 million different things than you are now uh it, again going back <laughs> yeah. to to the twitter bio which is your life uh yeah. your life but by, by your autobiography obviously uh it's not the yeah. same at all so so what's in what's going on in the world of casey spivey because uh things are are much different than they were about a year and a half ago or i guess two years ago oh really gosh well yeah i mean well it's like it's um it's definitely evolved. I'm still doing very similar stuff. It's not like yeah. I've jumped ship. It's like it's just kind of like um I'm continuing to evolve the stuff mm-hmm. that I've been doing. So I guess we can start with my job. Um so I was just um producing and writing and hosting and editing. I was basically just creating a freelance content creating for screen rant and other you know movie entertainment based um platforms mm-hmm. and then just i don't even know if it was six months ago that i got um i'm now the head writer and producer for what's trending so i'm like just at one place all day just like writing and creating content just for for them and it's kind of like I've I got a I got a, a big girl big girl <laughs> position so that's really really fun because you know because I'm the head writer I get to kind of you know set the first of all set the tone for the environment I guess yeah. and kind of set the tone and the voice for the channel um which it's cool to see it evolve from, you know, things that it it was in the past and like just see the differences in voices and how it affects 
you know, different viewers and how it attracts different people. And, you know, some people who really like to see the old stuff are like, yeah, you know, bye, I'm not subscribing. And then these whole new group of people come in and they're like, oh my God, I love this. Wow. So it is like really interesting to see that change happen. And I don't know, it's just really, really cool to, to be in this kind of position now. We're just going to take a quick break uh, to thank everyone. Thank you all for um, uh, still listening to the little podcast that would and whatnot. And uh, if you're if you follow us on Twitter or uh, Instagram or follow me on Twitter or Instagram or you go to our website, Awesome Podcast or thatentertains.com slash network. Um, in but by by the uh, by the beginning of spring, by March sometime. Um, between March and April, we're going to be relaunching all our websites, uh, crewdumerstudios.com, that, uh, entertains.com, that entertains.com slash network, awesomepodcast.com, and anything else that's under the, the umbrella of things that we do, we're going to be relaunching all our websites and um, uh, to give you a cleaner, uh, friendlier experience, hoping to include a section where fans can gather, but that will probably just be a link to our Discord, if I had to guess, because Discord is a pretty cool place uh, for fans to gather and chat, and it's uh, something that um, forums are really uh, bad for business, you know? Uh, they, uh, My experience with forums, ever since they've been a thing, and I've been designing websites, is that they... Um, uh, bring on a whole lot of spam and kind of shut down your website. So uh, I don't know if we're going to have uh, direct forums, but we'll probably have our Discord server somehow either embedded in the site or uh, easily accessible um, through uh, awesomepodcast.com. So if you've been going to our websites and have had um, some issues, I promise you uh, things are going to get better. Um, 2020 has been a good year for me so far uh, as getting back into the creative space. Not only are we getting these podcast episodes out and uh, getting to you, uh, getting them to you three times a week so that we can get caught up. That's just me. I'm a numbers guy. Uh, I'm also, uh, that entertains is uh, .com slash the network as well. Both that entertains.com and that entertains.com slash network. Uh, both sites are kind of getting regular updates again. Um, not necessarily daily. I guess between the two, they're daily updates. Um, and I am also uh, getting a lot of creative output in the world beyond this podcast. I'm, I'm writing for uh, bamsmackpal.com. Uh, it is a fan-sided uh, website. I'm a contributor there. And that's been a wild experience. I've been writing there for about two weeks now. And, like, I'll pitch an idea like, hey, can I do a slideshow about Jennifer Aniston and how she could play several different comic book characters, whether they're superheroes or whatever, supporting characters or whatever? Yeah, go for it. And, like, I just looked at the number on that yesterday, and, like, it's definitely probably, in the matter of, like, a 24-hour span, the most viewed thing I've ever done. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, Stabcast was a, was a very popular thing that I did, and, and so was my early days of podcasting through Stickcam. But, uh, so that's cool. You can find me on uh, BAM smackpal.com uh, I'm writing for them I'm hoping I, I had applied to uh, write there as well as the dork side of the force um, it looks like I'll be able to do some Star Wars stuff on Bam Smackpal um, there's a lot of within the network of sites there is a lot of like um, topics that kind of uh, cross pollinate with one another 
Um, and I'm just kind of holding off because I'm, I'm getting my footing down. Uh, and if there is an opportunity for me to write for Star Wars, um, I would like to do it on the actual Star Wars website. Um, but that doesn't mean if I have a really good idea, I'm not going to pitch it. I actually do have an idea that I'm waiting to pitch uh, after I get a couple other things that I have approved, written, and out there in the world. Uh, but I write some um, some opinion pieces. I write some fan um, from some fan takes on news, which um, almost everything that I write is somehow opinionated. And, and even if it's just a news article, um, I'm throwing in my my two cents. Um, so please, please go to bamsmackpow.com. And check out my writing there. Uh, Kevin, you know, I'm there as Kevin Gallagher. Um, Kevin M. Gallagher Jr., I believe. I'm also writing for Multiversity.com. Right now, I'm just doing um, wrapping up Wednesday reviews. So uh, as of now, as of this recording, you can go there every Monday. uh, Monday, mid-morning to early afternoon, they usually post their uh, wrapping Wednesday posts. And I do a very short review on an issue of a comic book. And uh, so far, I've written reviews for uh, for uh, Batman: Curse of the White Knight by Sean Murphy, uh, book six, which was phenomenal. Uh, so good. I love Sean Murphy. Um, I, you know, I loved White Knight. I'm loving Curse of the White Knight. I just on on a, on a recommendation picked up Punk Rock Jesus. That was amazing. Um, and, um, and and so I'm really liking that. And um, I, my second review I did for them was uh, the third issue of Philadelphia. Uh, uh, written by, oh God, uh, Rodney uh, Barnes, I believe. I apologize if I got that name incorrect. And, um, and also illustrated by uh, Jason Sean Alexander, who uh, is known for his spawn work with uh, Todd McFarlane. And, um, uh, you know, the, it's a comic book that takes place in Philadelphia. Philadelphia and vampires. How could I pass on that? I jumped on it as soon as I saw it. Um, I'm really digging the Philadelphia series. It's only three issues deep, but it's so, so good. Um, and I only get two to 400 words to write about these issues uh, in the Wrapping Up Wednesday. Uh, and I, I spent, like, in the first review I wrote, nearly 400 uh, words uh, articulating why I love Sean Murphy and, and, and his, the history that he has with the, the Batman character. And uh, my editor was like, hey, buddy, uh, I understand, uh, but these, these are short uh, micro-reviews. So if you're going to write 400 words, use those 400 words to talk about just this particular issue. So uh, I went to the next extreme with Philadelphia uh, issue three. I'm, I'm waiting for my feedback on that. And hopefully, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going in the right direction with how they want to review books in that manner. What I'm really getting, what I'm really getting excited for is to be able to write full-on reviews for them, Um uh, which was my original intent with um, Bam Smack Pow, but they, they stopped doing uh, reviews for comic books. Uh, but that's been an awesome experience trying to like find news that I want to report on uh, and then find news that like inspires me with opinions and stuff. And sometimes I do silly things like the, uh, what do we call the Arrowverse piece that I wrote and even the Jennifer Aniston piece was a silly piece based off some news that I wrote, uh, I read about uh, her accepting her uh, SAG award and her saying she was too old, which is nonsense, to play a superhero. Uh, and uh, so that so it's been a lot of fun and challenging. It's like really kind of I was really worried about having to not write uh, reviews and having to be focused on like opinion pieces uh, because I'm I'm not I don't I don't see the talent <laughs> in myself. Um, 
and it's very validating to see that I that I do have the talent and whatnot. So it's been exciting, uh, and I'm I'm trying to in the same process as writing for those two sites, also contributing my own work to thatentertains.com on top of the podcast that I do and stuff. So you can also go there, um, and I'm I'm hoping to get like. At least I want to do at least weekly content of my own. We got Garrett posting stuff. We got Mike posting stuff uh, to thatentertains.com. I would like, and then me posting podcasts, of course. But I would like to get um, at least weekly content up, uh, content up there, whether it be um, a film review or a, a book review or a comic review or something like that. Um, but I, I'm I'm trying to I'm like very close to like nailing down a schedule that works uh, that I'm not falling behind on. Um, so, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a learning process in 2020, but, um, I wanted to be more creative this year and it's happening and I'm very, very happy. So, um, this was supposed to be a brief, uh, mid roll guys. So I'm sorry that I, I ate it up. I just want to thank y'all for your support, your continued support. If you're, uh, if you're listening to this, um, and you're, and you've listened to other episodes, you're not here just for Casey. Thank you so, so much, uh, for your continued support. Um, I'm hoping to do some cool, uh, things with this podcast in, in, as we approach the summer and we get caught up and I can focus on like weekly content again with this show. And, um, uh, you know, it's always going to be a, a long form conversation podcast, but I'm also very interested in sprinkling in some fun things like actual plays and stuff that I mentioned in the, uh, the intro of the show. Anyway, uh, so, uh, you know, thank you again, once again, uh, and let's get back to Casey and Kev of the past right here on awesomepodcast.com. Comedy wise, I think, was I going to New York yet when yeah. you, so when, when we talked? God, when we talked, no, I guess when we talked officially, you were just doing the um, LA and maybe Comic-Con stuff. I think there was a rumor that you were. Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. Going to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, we, so the show killed and crushed at Comic-Con. The Game of Thrones, the musical, for anyone who's. Shame of Thrones. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you that story. Okay. Okay, yeah, let's, because. Let's get into it. Yeah, because so. <laughs> cause I, I remember very specifically when, like, it very quickly changed from Game of Thrones, the parody musical, to yeah. Sh- Shame of Thrones. I was like, oh, somebody got in trouble. And I, I assume you didn't yeah. since you were just acting on it. But somebody, yeah. unless you did, unless you were the reason. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. So for anyone who doesn't know this context, I was playing Daenerys in the parody version uh, parody musical of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones musical that ran in LA, and then um, we took it to Comic Con, and it did really, really well. And it did so well, in fact, that um, they, the producers, decided to take it off Broadway. So we all went to New York, um, kind of like indefinitely. We were like, okay, so you know, this could be closed in a week, or this could be running for a year. Who knows? Um, we were all kind of up for the adventure and it did, it went to New York as Game of Thrones musical. It was right down in Times Square. It was like, you know, doing pretty well with the, um, tourist scene and, um, even like the New York times gave it a good review and stuff. I mean, it, New York always has mixed reviews cause they're very critical and the, their yeah. theater, 
um, world. And it is very different from the theater scene in LA. Well, theater scene in LA is like, oh, you've got an idea? Great. Put it up. See if people come. Like, blah. You know? So yeah. it's like, it's very much, It's it doesn't have the scrutiny or holiness that it does in New York. Um, but it was like, you know, I, it did really well the first month. So they decided to, you know, extend it and keep it going for the next month. And HBO called. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which, it, you, know, <laughs> you know, uh, at first, at first, it sounds like, oh, that's exciting. Um, but I know I, I, I've dealt no. with, I've dealt with, uh, like, uh, cable companies uh, sending me communication, and and it's oh, like, it's definitely the worst. Yeah, yeah. So I was not a part of that conversation. Obviously, yeah. I'm just an actor here over there. So, um, but I don't think it was a very no. <laughs> I mean, judging by the fact that you you went to New York uh, as Game of Thrones and and you uh, you guys left New York Shame of Thrones, clearly uh, HBO was not clearly. happy. Not at all. Um, but it was it was very interesting because they were aware of the show um, the whole time. Uh, it, it, from what I've heard, yeah. It's just because it be started becoming successful, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, we got to shut this down rather than like, you know, oh, it's just some random, you know, they, like we were, we, we weren't causing a problem until we got to New York and we're trying to, you know, compete. And then that started causing a problem. So they had to change the name, which completely uprooted all marketing and mm-hmm. all like it just uprooted everything and it was just like really hard to recover from that yeah. um especially you know in that kind of game and so they just decided you know what let's just let's just call it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> we all came back to LA and you know it was a very it was a it was a really cool thing to say that we did mm. and it was also a really big you know learning opportunity especially for you know people us in the cast Mm. you know it was so much it was a lot of learning at once um yeah so it was like it was a lot it was fun and i really i'm so blessed to have been able to go and experience that and also it was a lot (laughs) yeah well and it it's just it's weird to see how different companies react to their ip um, being what I don't know, parodied or or uh, like shown love from fans, because like mm-hmm. I mean, you see it, very actively Lucasfilm uh, embraces Star Wars fan parody stuff uh, to the right. point where I I, I want to say like they have a section on their website about it, um, right. uh, and and like even and and maybe uh, it, it didn't blow up uh, enough to really catch disney or abc's attention but like the once upon a time gang when they did their their once upon a time spoof stuff uh right you know i mean i they they funded a film through in through indiegogo which to me seems like you're getting a lot of attention and and i know it got the attention of some of the cast members of the show so right uh it's it's just it's yeah. super I mean, sh- we had done they had done lost the musical yeah. which i guess lost was I guess the difference is Lost wasn't still on the air. Oh, okay. But I guess Once Upon a Time still was. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's 
It's crazy. It's, it's just it's tricky. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's and really tricky. And I would and and this is why I'm like a terrible content creator uh, when it comes to anything besides <laughs> podcasting. And even that, most people would say, "Well, you're terrible at that too." But um, no. <laughs> but like it is like when it comes to parody, I just automatically assume I it's fair. It's all fair. If I add the word parody to anything in in the title or the description, it's fine because it's fair use at that point. Right. Uh, so right. it's, it's strange that HBO, cause it wasn't like in the title of the, 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 uh, the play or, or the musical wasn't, it, didn't it parody, was it like Game of Thrones, a parody mu- rock musical or something like that? Yeah. Well, when they went to New York, they branded it as a parody rock musical, I think is what it, yeah. what it was. Yeah. So, I mean, they really thought that they were in the clear and everyone was trying to be very you know what's nice about the the producers was everyone is very it does everything by the book above board everyone's very honest and you know it's not we weren't trying to be shady and like you know i mean they they could have fought and said you know no like it it, you they could have been nasty about it but like why would you want to be nasty to HBO? Like, <laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> you know, like that's not gonna help See, you. <laughs> that's that's the difference between someone who who actually works in the business of of Hollywood uh, and and films, yeah. and someone like me who's like, ah, I'm a indie content creator. Fuck them all. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, we want HBO to hire us. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. See, it's funny because I think my mindset is like, even with the, the the lofty dream of wanting to write and direct and and do my my version, of, you know, my clerks and whatnot. I don't think any part of me right. ever was like, oh, you know what? I want Disney to hire me. Like, uh, <laughs> or, or like maybe maybe the closest thing I have to that is like, oh yeah, I would I would totally if Marvel said come and write this you know superhero movie i totally would do that that's maybe the only thing that i could oh yeah i would do that other than that like i just want to i'm in the business of like wanting to do whatever i want to do uh and i feel like if you work in a studio system well while that might be the dream uh it's not really uh, conducive to doing your own thing totally yeah and perfect example right there yeah yeah um and speaking of doing your own thing unless you have anything else to say about the 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 rise oh no no that's a perfect segue actually Uh, i was like oh very nice segue (laughs) see i do know something about podcasting and and radio and stuff (laughs) even to the point where you point it out that's that's classic classic uh podcasting is pointing out the segue um uh so yeah so so you so one of the big things that you've started doing that i'm like like it super pumped me and and i say it super pumped me up like to the point where i think i messaged you and said oh man it inspired me to get back into writing and then i instantly fell off Mm -hmm. of that project because i i'm so involved with (laughs) podcasting but it is like literally the blonde jokes is like oh my god you know obviously i don't want to like do be a a, a a blonde female doing this the, these uh, comedic acts, but this is like that. What you guys are doing with the blonde jokes is literally like years ago when we set up Crude Humor Studios, the parent company to my empire here. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna do a bunch of skits and sketches and and whatnot. Uh, and you know, yeah. uh, becoming a becoming a parent and an adult kind of prevented us from doing it. But yeah, blonde jokes. Um, <laughs> 
I, yeah. I, you know, and, yeah, and I, I binged some today because I fell behind on like three or four episodes. Oh, God. Okay, good. So I binged up. And uh, so before we get into like how this came about, uh, the I, I hope, I pray to God, the, the characters you guys did for Casual Airlines, uh, they, and, and it doesn't need to be Casual Airlines. I want those characters just to recur in like a cat, like casual whatever like that's a brand that you guys should be doing i love it should have been cannabis air- airlines that's what it should have been <laughs> but those characters you could easily do like other skits and sketches in with those characters in different scenarios besides an airline oh my god i love yeah. i fell in love with that skit like that is Oh my god! Not to great. put down anything else you guys have done it's all great but that is my favorite thing Really? That makes me so happy because I wrote that one. Yeah, it's it is that makes me happy. It is <laughs> so so good. And like and and like to me, like the as a and I, I hate calling myself a content creator because I it, 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 it well, envelops so much. I'm very, very uh my my podcasting is my niche. So but but as like a content creator, I can recognize like that is probably like such an easy setup to do too, since it's it's just like it looked to me just like white screen. Yeah, yeah, a white screen with like you know yeah. the 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 back or like the border art or whatever, and then just like you know, right. it, it looks like it's such an easy project to do. Uh, yeah. Which I I don't want to say because that belittles it too. But but in terms no, of everything no, you guys do with funny. the blind jokes, you know that seemed like one of the right. simpler projects. Uh, and I just love yeah. those characters. But so so uh, thank you. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. I mean. So I guess I could kind of backtrack into how it kind of came about because the the evolution of the um, the Game of Thrones, you know, I got back from from that experience and, you know, I just kind of got, I, you know, I took a minute to recover and then um, I got back into doing, you know, sketches around town, kind of like how I always had done I was always involved in different sketch shows um and I just noticed I was playing the same character kind of over and over and over again and I was like okay like this works in the way that it gets me cast and stuff but I'm actually really bored of this now and I wasn't really finding joy in doing the shows anymore because I wasn't challenging myself and so I was thinking about like, okay, you know, I need to start my own thing. You know, I know how to do production and I've done it in various forms before. And, you know, my job is in production and I write and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I think that I think that I could create my own space. Um, And what do I want that to look like? And I, I had a lot of different ideas, but one person or two people really, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll get into this, but there, I had two friends who we kind of on, you know, they didn't know each other, Mm. but on separate conversations, I was like, we had both, we had all been talking about like, man, like it is just really, it's just really difficult to find uh, material. That's exciting. Mm. Um, Especially comedy wise, And honestly, even in auditions in the industry. Um, And so I was like, I just kind of had this idea of like, 
Oh, well, first I was thinking of calling it like, um, like, what was I thinking of calling it? Something like girl comedy or like, or like lipstick comedy or something like that. And then I was like, oh, wait, both of these friends are blonde, blonde jokes. Oh, that might be cute. Um, so like I was a nerd and I, uh, I like put a pitch packet together for them, kind of, kind of pitching it as like Amy Schumer, um, or, uh, Key and Peele, um, kind of put together. And, um, I said, you know, I, I know that this is like a really difficult thing to do and we, we don't even know how difficult this is going to be yet, <laughs> but knowing, like looking for it, it's going to be really hard. And, but I believe that if we commit to doing it and we commit to doing it for an extended period of time, we will only get better and better and better. And we'll only learn more and more and we'll, we'll only just, it'll only get better, but we have to start somewhere. Um, and, my two friends were like, yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's do it. Um, so we started, um, and it is like doing the, the bigger sketches with absolutely no budget. (laughs) And it's like, it is really, it's a lot. It's really, really difficult. Um, I, I enjoy it. Um, I, I find it thrilling. And, um, but you know, one of my friends, she did not find it thrilling and exciting and that's okay. But, you know, a lot of, you know, you think that the fun, the fun part is the writing, the coming up with the ideas and then acting in it. Um, and the sucky part, which is 90% of it is the organization of it, the producing of it, the, the editing of it, the marketing of it the you know like (laughs) remembering to bring trash bags to set and like or it's just like it's that's 90 percent of it and so like you know one of my friends also enjoyed it and one of my friends did not and so we just decided you know what don't do something that (laughs) that you don't enjoy because it's too hard it's it's just too hard if you're if you're not fueled by it um so everything's on good terms but now there's just two of us Mm. who are working on it and it's it's kind of still evolving but that was the whole point was just to create a space for ourselves to practice and to challenge ourselves and to come up with characters and do it and you know it it's evolving and there's definitely sketches where i'm like oh my gosh this turned out really weird and then there's definitely and there's stuff that we did where like I I wrote and directed the um the tup the sketch that's like a horror film yeah um esque it's like called Tupperware and it was so exciting to figure out how to direct that um because it's not it's I would have never done that otherwise I was basically you know emulating a horror film and there's not really another space that you get to do that and do it. We did it in one day and, you know, it's just like, it's really fun to be stretched, I guess. And that's kind of the whole point of it. And it's fun because, you know, our, our friends ask us about it. People are like, Oh, this is 
this is actually really fun. It's a really fun concept. So that's encouraging for sure. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it, it is literally like I have my best friend and I, we, we like, we literally probably have, I don't know, uh, if not written, like at least like a, a concept of like 15 sketches that we've had for easily 10 years uh that that and 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 honestly it's probably the the simple thing we just have to do is just go do it to get it done uh (laughs) which is like you know i'm when it comes to podcasting when people say hey how do i start a podcast and i I say just record it like that's the the biggest hurdle to get over something is just for a podcast is just to do it because a lot of people are intimidated by it uh and i guess really i just need to take my own advice when it comes to to stuff and and whatnot uh because there's we always talk about like oh man we really should start doing this but like x y and z uh, and really like x y and z and i don't know you can probably definitely speak better to this but like if you wait for x y z and this probably can be said for anything then you're always going to find a reason like you're always going to find an x y z after you solve x y z there's just gonna be another one right i mean yeah it's it's difficult because like you know still i I, we're still in the phase where i'm making content that i'm like oh this could be so much better like you know i'm very much a perfectionist Mm -hmm. but you know i have to kind of swallow my pride and say you know what it's gonna suck for a while your content's just gonna suck until it doesn't like (laughs) you know you're not gonna be happy with it until you are and you're not gonna get there by not doing it right right. you have you just have to like you know say accept that it's just gonna be hard and it's not gonna turn out the way you want it to turn out (laughs) and that's only it's and what i found is like that's just that's my own that's me in my own head Mm -hmm. you know yeah, well, I, other people enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I can't think of any content creator uh, that doesn't get in their own head. Like it's I, yeah. the the thing I hate doing the most when it comes to podcasting is editing because then I have to listen to to me have this conversation that, yourself. Yeah, and I I love every conversation that I have uh, in the moment, but then like if I go when I go back and listen to it, it's like oh my god, Kev, you're an idiot and like and and but no one else is no no absolutely i mean maybe probably if i had to guess yeah a lot of people probably think that but not for the same reasons i think i'm an idiot like they you know the 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 reasons they think of an idiot are are you know with a positive spin or at least i like to think so Thanks for listening to this That's Entertainment Podcast Network podcast. Want to hear more great shows? Head on over to thatentertains.com slash network to find other great podcasts. We have interview shows like Everything is Awesome with Kevin Gallagher, pop culture and awareness shows like Victims and Villains, and awareness shows like Bullies Keep Out. Keep your eyes posted this spring as we bring back recap shows like After Party of One and The Zomcast. We're also going to be launching some actual play and actual play adjacent shows like Single Player and In Character with Kevin Gallagher. Find more information about these shows and more on thatentertains.com slash network. Same thing with like I probably since the last time you and I or the first time you and I talked, uh, you know, I said something about improv classes that I have yet to do. But like finally this year, I was like, I'm doing it. Like I for the last uh, for the last several years, uh, I've been saying, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to wait for my my best friend to do it. Like we're both going to go do it together because like I can't do anything on my own because I'm a big man child uh, and, <laughs> and whatnot. 
and it's scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and it's scary and, to do something like that on especially your own. Especially when I'm like I'm 34, going on 35. Uh, so I ain't young anymore. Like I, I, no. I, I'm. Well, I mean, you are, but 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 I'm also like I'm definitely on like the 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 closer side to like. I'm not I, looking at like some of the people that I, I, a, some of the people I idolized growing up are dying. Uh, and, and B like, mm-hmm. you know, like Kevin Smith is only 13 years older than me or some shit. Like he's not, he's not even 50 yet. So like the guy I grew up, uh, idolizing and continue to idolize, like I'm actually pretty close to his age. And like, also I'm a, like 10 and a half years older than he was when he did clerks. And I, and I shouldn't, hold my comparisons like that i know like and there's definitely i what's really kind of been like a great eye opener is like there's plenty of people that on twitter or on social media or just in in like various articles i've read who've come out and said hey i'm so and so and i wrote my first novel at the age of 45 or i'm like um that uh, tim miller who directed deadpool his first feature was deadpool at the age of 50 so like great like yeah there's there's definitely like the the like I realize that like I shouldn't be like oh I'm 35 and I and I haven't done X Y Z, uh but like yeah no definitely not but like the, and and you like and to your credit like you have built something right. it's not like you're like literally right now you are creating yeah. so you know that's very true and and this continues to evolve and I add things to it and I'm and I change things and and like there's definitely after this uh festival that i've gone insane putting together that i still have yet to book my own guest like on my own show for uh and it's four days for the day of record so the day of recording this episode with casey here uh super friends peel back the curtain it's the 23rd of january uh and uh Mm -hmm. our festival is like four days away realistically uh in four days i'm i'm home festival's over like four from the, the hour that we're speaking right now uh Wow. There is, I have uh, my comedian booked, but no main guest uh, because I spent the last few months uh, going insane, putting together a festival that has 24 podcasts, over 20 comedians and improvisers. Uh, We needed four venues. And uh, also I set the lofty goal of $500 to raise money uh, for the Headstrong Foundation. And I mean, so, so when people are listening to this, uh i'm hoping that like yeah we blew that goal out of the water and and but sitting here talking to you right now casey we are and this is a good thing we're at like 360 some dollars out of our 500 yeah like totally you know outdid what we've done the first two years combined for the other organization so i'm really happy about that and like my goal is to like i'm hoping that like the day of the festival I, I we walk into the first show having the five hundred dollars raised, so that anything that happens day of is just gravy and there's no stress, save for the normal yeah, stressors and whatnot. But so yeah, so I've been like going crazy doing the, the, the this festival. Uh, uh, yeah, so you haven't just been doing you, that yeah. in your in an empire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I see how you could still be intimidated about walking into an improv class with a bunch of 19 right, year olds. Right. That's exactly what it is, is yeah. that I just assume I'm going to walk into that improv class as the dad. And I mean, quite literally I am a dad, but like, like, Oh, Hey, old man, what are you doing here? Right. Oh my gosh. On my, 
just on this little topic. Um, so I have to. Part of my job is to read the comment section on my uh, my YouTube video. That's awful. Really sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. It's pretty much torture. But um, but thank thank goodness, like most of it is about the content and not about me. Yeah. Um, except for this one video I did, where you know these YouTubers got in trouble. They went to they they got arrested for trespassing. Mm-hmm. Right, because they were making a video where they were trespassing, thought they were cool. So in the video, I was like, "Look, like, should we really be putting videos of kids breaking the law on YouTube?" And oh my gosh, the backlash of these thirteen-year-old kids who were like, "Listen, lady, I don't know who you think you are." And I was like, "Oh, I'm officially, hey, you kids, get off my lawn." That's I am that person. Now. No, but I think that's I think that's simply like just being a, a sane adult or a sane person because like I don't know when I was in my 20s uh you know and and 10 years ago is probably when I officially got the bug to like do stuff in the in the video landscape and whatever that meant at the time um uh, because I was I, at that point I was only like a year and a half two years into podcasting so like, you know, I was just in audio mode and I thought I was going to be the, the greatest radio DJ of all time. Uh, and then and you are. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we may be the number one podcast in Bucks County. I've totally made that fact up. Oh, yeah. I made that fact up. But, uh, you know, it's it's uh, we uh, we're probably the only podcast in Bucks County. Uh <laughs> Still. Yeah, I mean, number one, right? Uh, still, but still have the title, right? right. Uh, so, so, but yeah, like ten years ago, I got the the bug to do video stuff, and, and I kind of, I guess we, it was probably the the one and only sketch that we filmed was, I think, in actually probably in in February of 2019. I think will be the ten year anniversary of of the, us doing that video, um, and but like it was, I never wanted to do videos that were like let's go like let's be jackass basically like like i right. i get the jackass humor uh but like the closest right. thing i want to do that is in the same vein of that humor it would be like impractical joker stuff because that right. doesn't seem like it's idiotic but idiotic in a way that that doesn't break the law right, <laughs> right? like like whereas whereas yeah. the jackass humor uh which is right. like i my God, my kid, my son, who who recently turned seven, uh, he is watches YouTube videos, and he I don't know like the big thing he's into like for his birthday he wanted this hoodie and we got it for him the the Dobe the Dobre the Dobre brothers I I don't know who they are but they're oh okay. they're they're YouTubers who who do pranks like that's the thing my kids into is these prank videos and and. I, know, I mean, right. I, I should probably be a better parent and vet it a little bit more, but I assume if he has access to it, it's okay. Uh, and, hmm. and, uh, but they do pranks. And so like, all he wants to do now is like, I get the heads up. Pranks. Yeah. And, and I get the heads up from my fiance, by the way, he's going to do a prank today. It's going to involve a cupcake and toothpaste. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> this oh is my, gosh. this is my life now. Um, but, and even that is like, I'm okay with that kind of YouTube humor. So maybe that, if that's what the Dobry boys are doing, that's fine. But like right. the stuff where, yeah, people are trespassing or, uh, you know, you know, going to, uh foreign countries filming things like dead bodies like that's insane why would you do that right right i know exactly thank you for backing me up on this but 
I got dragged. So, <laughs> well, I, I mean, isn't that what most of the YouTube comment sections is, or any comment section is just like, yeah, people, Trolls. yeah, people don't go out of their way to be nice. Unfortunately, like it's really rare for people to go out of the way to say, "Hey, good job, good on you, good job." Uh, but it's really easy to say, "Hey, you suck," <laughs> like, and yeah, and, exactly. And people get high off of that, you know. I know it's a very weird. I, I've thankfully over the years been getting better and better about separating myself because you know, like we were talking about with you having to edit what you edit yourself. Like I've been doing that for years, and at first it's uh, so cringy to have to like look at yourself and edit yourself and blah blah blah. You know, and it's just like, oh my gosh, and then you get to. A, a, a point or at least I did where I was like okay that's I could separate myself from like it that's me to like okay what's best for the story or what's best for what's going on here yeah. um and like I'm starting to get that way with comments you know I'm I'm still susceptible I think the real victory will be like I'm still susceptible to the good comments mm. you know if somebody's like if somebody's like thirsty for me in the comments, I'm like, yes, I am the hottest thing that's ever walked the planet. <laughs> Validation. And then like the next comment will be like, this lady's teeth is yellow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ah, you know, so I have to get to the point where I'm like, I'm not swayed by either yeah. <laughs> either way. Well, and that's like, and, and I guess really it's in every form of media, but very specifically like in, in the world of new media, it's just, it's so easy to, to get, to, to fall into those traps and, and, and whatnot, because it's you know, as, as instantly as we put it out, it, it, it gets that feedback just as instantly. Uh, and, yeah. and it's the one thing like I, I've done, you know, with, with podcasting at least is that the first, uh, like seven to eight years of my podcasting, uh, for lack of a better term career, uh, I don't make kids. You don't make money on podcasting. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I have a full-time job. Don't, you're not going to make money. Uh, <laughs> um, you don't make money at a yeah, lot of things yeah. in entertainment, right. honestly. Yeah. Uh, good to know. Good to know. Uh, I can transition to video quite fine then. Um, oh yeah, you can make no money there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Oh, great. Oh, excellent. The dream lives on. Um, and I think I think now, like with the mindset that I have with podcasting, I think it will be an easy. It, it will definitely be easier uh, to do that kind of stuff because, like, the first eight years of podcasting for me, it was all about how do I make this my full time job? How do I make money? How do I get sponsors? Mm -hmm. Blah 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 blah. Um, and when I took a, I took like a year off from podcasting, uh, or maybe maybe a, two years. Um, and then when I started doing everything is awesome in, uh, 2016, uh, and, and I really started pre-production in 2015 and like doing pre-interviews and stuff, uh, it was like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I like to talk and I like to have conversations. So, uh, and that's all I'm going to do. That's all this podcast. It's about me doing what I like to do creatively. Uh, and yeah. so I stopped, like I, I only, and I say recently, it's probably been the better part of a year now, but I've only recently started looking at numbers again on, on how many downloads we get. Um, and I only recently like really 
tried like try to like market stuff because i wanted besides just doing the podcast this the show that you and i are doing right now i want to start doing things mm-hmm. at cons and and live shows and stuff and definitely yeah. turning it more from like not necessarily like a podcast but like a performance so like i have several different yeah. versions of this show that i do live and you know one of them's at a convention one of them is a late night show one of them's an actual play podcast where we sit around and play role-playing games um so cool. so, so uh and that keeps that helps keep it fresh and it helps keep me sane and sometimes i sit to my, sit around by right. myself and and talk to myself as batman and that's how i i, I smile and, and not want to kill myself for doing podcasting uh you know so <laughs> uh and, and it's I, I like i don't pay attention to anything when it comes to uh people really responding to the podcast unless it's directed at like i don't pay attention to the show twitter like i'm which i should i'm a terrible marketer i really should be like all about the everything is awesome social media but i'm more of a i treat myself like kevin smith uh in the way that like i just brand at that nerdy kev and like that's where i do all my my stuff so if I get if I get hit up there, uh, then I pay attention to it, uh, and very specifically only the right. positive stuff. If I if something negative comes through my Twitter, I either ignore it, mute it, or or block it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been I, I've been thinking about that lately too because on my personal stuff, I just I don't tolerate people being negative, right. and especially on Twitter where it's very easy to do that or. You know, there's been a f- not a lot, but a few accounts that have been a little like going into like the harassment territory. Yeah. I don't want to like say that or whatever, but like I have no qualms about which is like blocking that and or deleting a comment because it's like this. No, you're coming into my right. space and my community, and I don't allow that kind of behavior or that kind of energy here. Yeah. Like we're my my place and for the people who follow me is going to be a place that's positive and you're you can't ruin that but i don't know if that's like i also feel bad because somebody's just got a notification that they got blocked which sucks so it's like and it's also like especially when you're a content creator or or someone of of some sort of uh fame or whatever like it's it's also a tricky situation like to actually hit that block like it, it, it does it warrant a block or a mute or whatever because like i i also as much as i am the same way or like it's i'm I am very pro positivity. I am very, hence the reason I don't totally shit on justice league and stuff. Like I can find positives in those movies. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I very like, and I, and I don't have the exact verbiage in front of me, but, um, one of my, uh, podcasting buddies and, and friends, uh, Jeff Stormer, um, he, he, we were talking about something and, and, and he showed me like what he has for when he sends like a, a like a Google form for people to fill out when they want to be a guest on the show, and it, and it has a, a, like this little mm-hmm. blurb about uh, inclusive, being inclusive and and not mm-hmm. tolerating you know you know uh, any kind of racism or or sexism or mm-hmm. you know uh, you know anything that you know everyone's accepted color sexuality gender whatever like everyone's accepted and i was like oh my god and and not that like i wasn't that way before but like i never ever really put it out on front street like like, hey that's what this is about and like 
when I officially started the, the that's entertainment podcast network, I was like, that's like the mission statement is that we're, we're sound, we're, we're a platform for anyone that, that has a voice that wants to get it out there. Like if you don't know how to do a podcast, like we'll help you, we'll figure it out. We'll get it out there. Um, and, right. and like that has trickled down up every left, right. Like to everything I do when it comes to, to, you know, for content creativity. So it, it gets real tricky of like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And, 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 a, I mean, that's also called being a, a just a decent human being. Like, <laughs> right. Like I, 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 I thrive for the day where we don't have to like, applaud someone coming out because they they shouldn't need to right like uh, or yeah there shouldn't be shame or trepidation or fear around yeah like it should just be uh, like someone someone being being gay and or in the queer landscape which i'll tell you as a as a cis uh white dude uh finding out that like that's an acceptable word to say again when you're when you're talking about the community and and um and like not back like not using it in a negative uh tone i was like because i grew up as a kid like you can't say that q word that's bad and like talking with friends who are who are in in the the queer community and and they're like they drop like the first friend that dropped that word to me i'm like whoa that's allowed like like it's such a na- <laughs> right. and, and and it's i'm glad that they it's took it back sad, yeah. yeah i'm glad that they took it back and, yeah. and made it a positive thing um but it like it, it, it was such you know it still is it 2019 kev it still is i feel really weird saying that word because it's I, I don't I don't know about you. I grew up in, in a in a society where that was an insult and 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 just as bad as the N-word, you know, when I was a kid. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like for for those of us, I mean, I feel like we're similar and like I don't ever want anyone to feel like hurt by something that I've said or feel slighted or I don't want to feel like I never want to offend a community of people and like because uh maybe because I'm not a part of that community I'm not aware of everything that's going on or what's acceptable or what's you know what's not acceptable in that community so I too am like very cautious as to like you know what can't what like what's okay what's not you know, so I totally see how that's, yeah. yeah. I mean, working in comedy and not, well, yeah, being in comedy too, and also like having that perspective is, can be a little like, <laughs> you know, it's like that fine line between like, is this, is this funny? Yeah. Is it, is it not funny? Is this okay? Well, is it not okay? Like, what can you, like, <laughs> what, what do we do? Well, I think, I think there has to be a line. And I think most people understand of, uh, from any community understand that like society grows. Right. So like, I, there's definitely humor that I did 10 years ago when I first started podcasting, <clears throat> that's not acceptable anymore. <clears throat> that was very right. shock jockey. That was very in the vein of, Opie and Anthony and Howard Stern and Kid Chris and stuff like that. And, and just like, right. well, at least I know Stern and I don't listen to Stern often, but even he has grown as a, as a uh, entertainer yeah. and doesn't do the stuff that he did 10, 15, 20 years ago. So I think there right. has to be, there's, you know, a, there has to be room for teaching and, and growth. So like, you know, things that I did yeah. 10 years ago, 
Yeah. So like, and, and, and I, I bring this up a lot when I get into this conversation, it's the James Gunn of it, right? Like James Gunn 10 years ago. Yeah. He said some pretty awful stuff, but he's proven that he's grown as a person and as an entertainer and, and is not that same person that made those jokes 10 years ago. Um, So, so did Disney do the right thing? Probably. But did James Gunn do anything wrong? 10 years ago. Yeah. But he, he, she's shown growth. Uh, and, and I think it's okay to kind of see both sides of it and say, yeah, Disney probably had to do that. But at the same time, I don't think they should have. Um, it's Mm. that kind of stuff is so tricky. And especially because I am that guy, I am James Gunn. I have said things that, that I, and I regret's a hard word to say because, because, everything you do kind of like adds up to who you are now. And as long as you're happy with who you are now, then, then you shouldn't regret what you've done in the past, in my opinion. Um, But you, but you can recognize that you, you, you did some messed up things and I totally did. Like I screwed up a lot in my twenties. That's what being in your twenties is about is it's about about being a screw up and it's about doing dumb things. And it's about, you know, having crude humor. Uh, I mean, that's the reason why my, the, the, the parent company to my empire is called crude, crude humor studios. Cause right. at the age of 23 or whenever we came up with the dumb name that I was like, let's be crude humor. And, and like it, it, that crude humor still right. exists today. And it's just a very different form of acceptable humor that, that you can call crude. And, and I just think, um, you know, as someone who wants to make sure I'm not, hurting anybody there has to be room for for the realization that yeah what maybe what i'm saying now no one no one's pointing out is bad because no one thinks it's bad right now and in 10 years if you listen to something that i said today in 2019 and in 2029 ooh, kev we you you can't get this gig because you said something stupid 10 years ago well there has to be if i'm a different person in 2029 then there's got to be room for that forgiveness and, and growth uh, and also like room for teaching. Like if I see something in 2019, because I'm a cisgender white dude uh, that, that doesn't right. quite understand everything in your community. Um, please tell me that I fucked up and tell me I said something wrong. Tell me what I did so that I can learn and, and apologize and, and make amends and, and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy now because, you know, the same thing happened with Kevin Hart and the um, the Oscar stuff. And it's like, you know, I feel like that the his response to the situation was also very different. And there was also a lot of backlash for that. And it's just like, I'm curious to see, because honestly, 10 years ago was the first time you like, we didn't really know that stuff we were putting on the internet would come back to haunt us in 10 years. And also that culture would change to where things we said might not be appropriate anymore in 10 years. Like we didn't have that, that insight yet. And I'm, I'm curious to see like, you know, the next generation. Cause I mean, I, I look back and I'm like, oh my God, if the stuff that I was making at 10, 12 years old, the stuff that I was thinking, my my first selfies <laughs> that I had on my digital camera that I was trying to be super cute and get attention and, you know, get validation in that part of my life, if those were on the internet still, <laughs> like, oh my God. So I'm, I'm 
I'm curious to see this like as we as we grow like if there's going to be more awareness of like what you put online you know to be more mindful of it or if people will just be like oh yeah well they did that when they were 15 what do you think about it now oh you don't agree with it now okay great let's move on and i think there's i think there's so many different ways you can come at that because you have you have the because another strike, I guess you could say, that's against someone like Kevin, uh, not Kevin, uh, uh, James Gunn, is that, you know, he was in his 30s when he said that stuff 10 years ago. Uh, and, and he's in his 40s now. So, like, maybe that's, you know, a strike against him because, like, maybe in your 30s you should know that. But, like, I think it goes back to, like, let's look at, like, the, the generation, you know, in, in, in the 20. 20- Oh nine, 2010 and tw- into 2020 in this 10 year gap, it's very being a 30 year old in, in 2010 and even in 2019 is very different than being a 30 year old 40 years ago. Uh, because guess what? Right. The, the, the 30 year olds now are, are, have grown up with the internet, you know, and have grown up with a different right. mindset with a different, what different entertainment that's, that's found acceptable. We, uh, or at least I grew up in in the generation that where where that kind of crude humor was actually the main humor. It was what everyone was doing. You look at and uh, you know if you're not a wrestling fan, it's going to maybe go over your head. But you look at wrestling in the '90s, which is when I I was I was born in '84. I grew up. I was a '90s kid. I spent I was alive in uh, more of the '90s than I was the '80s. And in the '90s, that was the Attitude Era. That was the era of wrestling where you flipped right. off your boss, where you drank beer, where you told people to suck it. You know, like that was that was wrestling right. in the in the and and that was a f- acceptable form of entertainment that does not fly in in 2019. Um, and right. you know, I, I think that if you're in if you're a teenager in the 90s and and you're growing up with that, maybe when you're 30 years old in 2010, 2015, whatever maybe you're you you don't quite understand yet you're still a kid you're still forming like and 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 maybe when i'm 45 i'll say the same thing about when you're in your 40s but you're just you're always changing so like it's 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 a hard situation i think when you're 15 and you do something stupid on the internet even in 2030 in in 20 in 10 years from now uh i i think that it will be way more forgivable than when a 30 year old does it um, because you should know right. better, but at the same time, I, maybe you shouldn't because you're, it's, it's such a tricky situation, um, that, yeah. that people from before our generation didn't have to deal with because, uh, you know, when, when my dad was a, a teenager in the sixties, uh, and then became a 30 year old in the, uh, eighties or whatever, um, he, he didn't have to, uh, like he didn't have the internet to like call him on his bullshit. So like right. everyone's growth wasn't as a, as a parent, uh, no one knew what was acceptable, what was unacceptable. Like it took longer for society right. to, to catch up with what was acceptable with the internet you know especially in and in, in for a good thing especially in 2018 2019 like people get called on their bullshit and and with the me too movement and the times up movement right. and all these great movements that are really yeah it yeah. allows for us yeah to to right, grow right. and it's a little bit of growing pains yes. um but 
it, yeah, it allows for us to see each other's mm-hmm. perspectives way easier. And, and I, I just, I know that in 10 years from now, there will definitely be something that is on a podcast. That's <laughs> something on, on the internet that, that I said that might be frowned upon. It's just, it's going to happen because, you know, and while I, I like to think that I'm pretty woke and, and, and in tune with, uh, you know, the, you know, just being, being what I said earlier, being a, someone who's accepting of all people and, and communities and stuff. I, I, I it goes back. Like I'm, I'm not part of those communities. Like as far as like, I, I only know what a cis white, a cisgender white dude knows, you know, like I can't, I, I right. may say something that offends you as, as a, as what I assume is a cisgender white female, you know, like, you know, and, and right. I won't know that it offends you. And maybe you don't know that it offends you until there's, there's something that in, in 10 years that, that points it out that says, Hey, you know what? Things like that 10 years ago was fucked up. And, and I, I, I don't right. think it's, I think it's always going to be an issue. I think it's, it's, I, and I don't know that anyone is ever going to realize that maybe I shouldn't post this on the internet because at the time you don't right. know that it's fucked up and no, and society doesn't know that it's fucked up. Right. 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 Yeah. So no, that was, uh, a, hopefully that was a, uh, yeah, yeah. that out. was a very weird tangent to go on. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for coming to our <laughs> yeah, TED Talk. And, uh, <laughs> TED Talk over. Uh, there you go. Uh, wow. Uh, it's, 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 we always go, we always cover really deep Oh my topics. God, you're right. I don't yeah, do not well everybody. sometimes, but like definitely, yeah. Because uh, we went into the your first episode, we went into some deep talks about uh, women in, oh, yeah. in, in the entertainment industry and, and yeah. the industry. Look at that. Oh man, we're yeah. so deep. Uh, well, obviously that's the name of this week's episode <laughs> is we're so deep. Uh, we're so also deep. the also the name of your future podcast, We're So Deep with Casey Spivey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't see I don't know if I could do a podcast. I have toyed with the idea. Um, but hosting a podcast is something that I don't think I have in my DNA. So oh, no, everyone can I, do it. I, pre- I appreciate your skill set. No, no, a- everyone can do it. It's here's, you know, and I've been, you know, as someone who's done it for, uh, God, Christ, in, uh, in July, July 1st will be 12 years. So 11 and a half years at this point. Ooh. Uh, you need to, you need to find something that, uh, you can willingly say, oh, if I do this for 150 episodes, if I do this for 200 episodes, if I do this for infinity uh, for every week or, or most weeks or biweekly, if, if that's the, your thing, um, then can you do it that many times? Like, can you do it forever or, or however long you plan on doing it? Uh, right. And and uh, you just you got to find that thing. And, and for me, like, I love like podcasts that it's just a couple of friends, two, three friends, whatever, sitting around talking doom thugs podcast in, in, in the Philadelphia area here uh, that does that yeah. kind of concept. Uh, love it. Smodcast, Kevin Smith, Scott Mosier, uh, you know, yeah. that, that type of podcast I love. Uh, 
I would love to do that kind of podcast, but the issue is scheduling. And, you know, I, I usually, mm-hmm. the reason I talk to a lot of West coast people is because they can talk at 7 PM and I can talk at 10 PM. Uh, right. and, and so scheduling is, is my thing. And, and so, so to get that feeling, I just make a lot of new best friends through my podcast and, uh, right. and sit around and talk for an hour, hour and a half, uh, every once in a while. And it's a new person every week. And then, and, and it, and it works and it makes it so that I can still, I can do it, uh, more or less 150 some weeks in a row. Uh, you know, sometimes right. taking a, a month or two off because I go mentally insane and then catch up in one month uh, by posting, you know, multiple episodes a week or whatever. But, um, right. you know, it's that's what you need. To, you just need to find something that like your passion that's not going to feel like it's uh, work. And uh, my my big thing is because I you know helping people do their podcast uh, in the in 2018. That's that's what I did. I realized that like if I want to do my creative things. I can't necessarily do all the work for people uh, like edit right. their shows uh, because like uh-huh. if, I, if I'm doing that for right. free, like that's, that, t- that takes time that I'm not doing to either better my show, expand into other shows I want to do, or, you know, like we said earlier in the show, like I want to write and direct something, whether it's a short, a sketch a, or, or a film, you know? Um, right. So, so I can't do that if I'm, if I'm doing all this free work. So it's something that I, I went forward with in 2019 was saying like, Hey, I will happily publish your shit for free. Just get me something right. that's edited. Um, and, and like, you know, that's something that I realized this year that I needed to do. But like, if you can just like, the one reason I don't do much editing is because I don't want to, it, it's, then it becomes a job. So I sit down and hit record and right. then hopefully just have to piece it together at the end. Uh, yeah. and, and, and that way I'm not spending six hours doing something for a hour and a half show. Uh, right. And and now it doesn't feel like work, and I have fun doing it. So I everyone can do a podcast. Um, and if you can find someone to to do some of the heavy lifting for you, uh, then or find a way to not have to do any heavy lifting, then you'll succeed. Right. I I think you will. I mean, you you, you if you can do what you do with the blonde jokes and and what's trending and everything <laughs> yeah. else, uh, you can you can do an hour of audio. Uh, okay, I, I assure you, you just got to find you know what it is you want to do. And uh, in my yeah. opinion, don't be afraid that it's not unique. Like, because chances are oh, it's not going yeah. to be. Uh, <laughs> in in 2019, uh, there's a million and, and, and five podcasts, you know? So it, you're, right. you being a million and six, chances are someone's doing something that you're doing. But what's going to make it special is that it's Casey Spivey doing it. Uh, oh. And... And spoiler alert, you have a built-in audience. Like, you have a built-in audience. Uh, I have you know, one audience member. You have me, uh, at the very least, uh, as, as, as your number one fan and champion. Uh, so, and, and it also goes back to um, the whole concept of just do it. Like, you can't. Right, exactly. It, it, the hardest thing about podcasts, I swear to God, the hardest part is hitting record for the first time. Once you do that, right. then the next hardest thing is getting to 10 episodes because, okay, here's some crazy stats that I haven't spewed in forever. Uh, out of, yeah. you know, uh, 50% of podcasts or something like that, uh, that start, get to 10 episodes. And then out of those podcasts, maybe 50% get to 50 episodes. Uh, mm. So, so like, yeah, there may be, uh, there might be another everything is awesome. Literally, there is another everything is awesome out there. Uh, mm. and they still do their show, but and I do my show, uh, and uh, but but there's tons of shows that are 
you know, me host sitting down and talking to person. Uh, but uh, maybe, maybe 10% of those shows are still out there today that started two years ago, you know, and I'm one of them. So, you know, it's just, it's just about, uh, yeah. it's about doing it. It's hitting, get out there, hit record and then uh, and make it to 10. Then make Keep it, it up. I, uh, I like to set little milestones and I like to do something special for those milestones. And that's how I kind of like, uh, that's how I keep doing it basically is like, okay, yeah. when I hit 10 episodes, we're going to celebrate this way. Uh, when we hit 25 episodes, we're going to have Batman on the show. When we hit 50, we're going to have Thor on the show when we had, which I think ended up being actually Batman again. Uh, when we hit a hundred episodes, we're going to do a live show, uh, and, and, and play a game. Uh, when we do 150 episodes, we're going to, we're going to play another game and whatnot. So that's mm. you set up milestones and, and rewards like to do something different and challenge yourself. I think the best thing you can do as a podcast is <clears throat> try not to make it so niche that like you can't change your format up uh, because, oh. because then you're going to get bored doing it. Uh, and that's why I very purposely every year on the anniversary change something about my show uh, right. like this year. Obviously, as we've heard in this episode with you, Casey, I don't let my guests talk very often. Uh, (laughs) That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. You're just going to preach. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to preach. Let you let you talk for five minutes and then it's going to be, you know, 95 percent me talking. Uh, (laughs) We're also changing our artwork up a little bit. And and I think officially the podcast is now called Everything is Awesome with Kevin Gallagher. uh, Because spoiler alert, there's another Lego movie coming out. uh, And when you search Everything is Awesome, I don't show up. So 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 when we tag it with with Kevin Gallagher, uh, it's it's uh, it should come up to me. It's official. Yeah. Yeah. It's official. So uh, so my challenge, my 2019 challenge to you, Casey Spivey, uh, on top Mm -hmm. of everything else you're doing is start a podcast and uh, and and oh, my gosh, send send me an edited send me an edited file and I'll throw it up on the Internet for you. Oh my gosh! I guess we could do a blonde jokes podcast I, you if know, we wanted. I swear to God! I swear to God! Today I was thinking, watching your watching catching up on some of the videos today, I was like, oh, they totally could just do a podcast called the Blonde Jokes. It would work. And I don't know what the concept. Yeah, would be. and we could just talk about we could talk about feminist stuff, like yeah. stuff that's happening that is. I don't know, but just from our perspective, I guess that's another thing. Is like. Like who would like who would listen to me be like yeah the LA teachers like <laughs> are won their case and I'm super super excited about it I guess people would listen who but knows? like all right I guess it doesn't matter so I'm gonna uh, uh, and if people hear me typing and whatnot I apologize but I'm gonna go to uh, YouTube well so first we'll go to Twitter.com/slash hey case uh, so that's a, that's a plug for you uh, Casey. Uh, so there's, oh, good. there's, uh, I, let's say 10% of your 11 K followers, uh, they, they yeah. would probably listen, uh, uh, you know, we'll even Maybe. say 5%, even 5% would probably okay. listen. All right. Then you have, uh, let's see what's trending, right? Uh, let's go to, oh, yeah. da, 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 da. let's find a video with you scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, see, I'm really bad at this. When it, the first, the first video is with me. Oh, okay. The one that's a YouTube creator and musical uh, artist. Th- 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 most of them are, <laughs> most of them are of me. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, all right. Maybe I should just go to, what is it? YouTube.com slash what's trending. Yeah. Right, YouTube.com yeah. slash 
what's trending this is fascinating podcasting uh and and what's great casey here's the secret uh i don't care (laughs) whoa okay wow (laughs) i don't know if you heard that but i did uh yeah okay so no 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 the sound no i didn't hear yeah yeah it, it was actually your voice uh uh, jumping into me, but right. very loud. Yeah. So this video, oh my <laughs> sorry. God, pause, 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 please. So this video is from one. I can't even. Yeah. Hear. I, 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 yeah. And I, so what this podcast has turned into is me screaming, uh, at what sounds like nobody, <laughs> uh, but it's me screaming at YouTube, I promise. <laughs> but okay. So, uh, this what's trending video from December 17th, 2018, uh, about, uh, James Charles. Was that you? Okay, mm-hmm. so yep. Well, I wasn't I wasn't in it, but I wrote it. Oh, but, you weren't in it. That wasn't your voiceover. You no, know. oh. no, that was my boss's. Oh, wow, you know what? I'm horrible. You sound very but similar. There are plenty of me well, okay, in it. And, and and let's say let's just say this three million views of people watching what's trending video, right? <laughs> uh, Thirty nine thousand likes. Yeah. Uh, you know. Five percent of them might will, will probably care as long as like they know about it. You know. Uh, that's so true. and like you know you have you have you're almost at a you know a couple uh, like at a thousand subscribers on the blonde jokes you're like 750 you're gonna have people you have an audience is what i'm saying you have a built-in audience yeah okay so you have an audience that if i just do it exactly just do it uh as nike would say uh uh <laughs> and uh if you just do it and then uh put it out there to the world people will listen i mean again people listen to this dopey show people listen to everything is awesome they listen to a podcast with the name from that lego movie so you know if they're if they're listening to this and i'm a nobody like literally the only thing i have is podcasting so like if i have an audience you're gonna have an audience for sure uh and then also at the end of the day at the end of the day that shouldn't be your worry when it comes to Right. And, and maybe anything Doing yeah anything. um that's something that i cared about for eight years and i hated i i never my longest running show in that eight year t- uh, time period when 167 or 168 episodes mainly in a row uh maybe with like holidays off uh so everything is awesome by probably the summer will be will support will surpass that and I have enjoyed every single moment doing this podcast without caring about anything but what I'm doing and 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 the content that I'm creating and um and whatnot. So uh, to me, especially with podcasting, because podcasting, uh, even probably for the likes of like Kevin Smith and and Mark Maron and whatnot, while they make some money off of it, it is definitely uh, a labor of love more than anything else. Right. So I think worrying about who's going to listen, uh, should be like out of five concerns, your number five concern, maybe okay. even your number six, maybe even your number six out of five. Uh, well, maybe, maybe I'll do it because Heidi has brought it up. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You got people left and right <laughs> telling you to do it. And and I'm telling you, you send me an edited file. I'll throw it up on the internet. I like, I'll host it. I'll publish it. Oh my god! I, you, you, <laughs> okay. Literally, it, where it costs it costs podcasters money to get th- this stuff uh, out into the world because you have to pay for hosting and stuff. I will give you hosting uh, to get that's okay. That's the whole point 
you know, I know this podcast is supposed to be about you uh, and whatnot. Uh, on uh, uh, what, what do we call this? We're getting deep. Is that what we're, we're this episode's called? We're getting deep. Uh, we're, we're so, so deep. deep. We're so deep. Uh, you know, yeah. but uh, you know that the, the whole point of the the, the podcast network I started was to, to give people a voice that has something to say or a platform. Mm, I can't. I'm, I'm getting delirious. Uh, give people a platform. <laughs> that's the word. Uh, if they have a voice that they want to share, and and everyone has a voice that they should share. I think so. Uh, and and I think something that's very, um, you know, in in much like everything else in the world that's very underrepresented is the female perspective. So I'm I'm not not just for the fact that uh, you're you're a friend, and I think you should be doing this because you'd be good at it uh very selfishly because i think that there should be more female podcasters wow okay well i'm very convinced now i think so i i i, I expect <laughs> you i started out i started at a zero and now i'm at like i'm at like a 75 there you 80%. go boom that's all you need and now all you have to do is hit record <laughs> and and then and then you're at 100 then you're in your pot commit your uh pot committed at that point pod committed yeah. so uh that's that's the 29 oh challenge i'm about to start i i i can't believe see. this it's uh but when this airs let's see let's look at uh da, 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 da. i believe this will air hopefully if i have everything caught up in time uh either this either february 6th or february 13th is when this episode is going to air uh so I, I, my challenge to you is not i'm giving you extra time because the people listening to this think it's mid-february uh, I, I, you have till March 31st to have, uh, you like to be a nerd and, and, and come up a pitch plan and whatnot at bare minimum, a pitch plan yeah. or whatever you called it earlier, okay. uh, March 31st at bare minimum. And then, uh, by, uh, by, by April 1st, have it recorded. No, uh, by April 30th, have it recorded. Oh that gives God. you, okay. I, that gives you like weeks. It gives you time. In fact, I'm giving you too much time. I'm giving you time to back out. You're going to be like four yeah. months. I All mean, right, tomorrow. Get it done tomorrow. I will probably – I don't know. I think that's a very reasonable – I think those are very reasonable timelines. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, yeah, especially – like if you've already been talking about it uh, with with your uh, what, uh, writing partner. With Heidi, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with your blind – Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't – I, I, it's with, yeah, my with your blonde partner. With my, my my blonde bitch, my my main my, my main blonde bitch. Uh, if you guys have already been talking about it, uh, then you already have like the nugget of an idea. Uh, so you just gotta you just yeah. gotta write that that pitch, uh, or whatever you need to do oh to convince yourself God. to do it is what you need to do. Uh, and then and then like I mean I've seen your videos like you definitely have stuff unless you're borrowing equipment when you do some of those videos but you have equipment to I mean if you can rec- again if you can record video you can yeah, very yeah. easily sit down we and do audio right yeah. Here. yeah I'm yeah I got them set up right next to yeah. me right now we could totally yeah. do it oh my god I can't believe yeah. I'm about to get a yep. podcast yep. Yep. You're welcome uh, for me uh, ruining your life uh, because, uh, again, it's labor of love. You're never going to get paid. And, uh... <laughs> but, but you know what? At least we'll leave the world knowing we Yes, something. exactly. I, I mean, I mean, and even if it, on this show, even if it's about Batman, you know, I left the world talking about Batman yes. for almost 150 some weeks. And guess what? I shoehorned him in this week, too. Who's ah? <laughs> <laughs> all right yes. uh 
Casey oh Spivey. Uh, I think I've uh, I, I think I've taken over this episode enough in the last half hour. I think I've uh, successfully forced <laughs> you to start a podcast. Uh, so I think my job is done for the night. I think uh, we can uh, let. Time yeah, I think um, before you uh, convince yourself not to do it while you're hearing me go on and on and on about how great and how bad podcasting is all at the same time, uh, why don't you get some plugs out there? Where can people find you? What's trending? Bond jokes and everything else you're working on. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take this home. Great. Um, so you can follow me, subscribe, find me. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, all the places at hey underscore case that's like ace with a k k a c e um you can follow my comedy stuff at the blonde jokes and uh what's trending is at what's trending on all social platforms so go check it out yes uh and it's uh i i definitely i watch the blonde jokes uh all the time. Uh, so, I mean, I have to catch up sometimes. I take weeks off if I'm being honest, but uh, I, I, that uh, I, I vouch for the blonde jokes and uh, very clearly a lot of places vouch for what's trending because uh, you can, what's the hashtag spot Casey? Uh, what, what, what's the, the hashtag what? for when people spot you in the wild uh, for the what's trending video? Oh, I, I haven't started a hashtag. Oh, really? I thought it. there was a hashtag. <laughs> I thought I saw that. Should I oh, start totally. one? What should we uh, be? Oh, God, let's see. Casey in the yeah. Wild. Oh, yeah. Hash, hashtag that? Casey like... in the Wild. There it is. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what it is. It's, 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 I mean, people can see your Watch Trending videos not only on YouTube, but like in airports and like gas station stuff, right? And in gas yeah. stations. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Casey in the Wild. I'm starting yeah. that now. Hashtag Casey for Batgirl. Hashtag Casey in the Wild. <laughs> People are going to be like, who is this person? Hashtag Casey start a podcast. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'd also be okay with uh, it being called We're So Deep. I mean, that's such a great name for a podcast. We're so deep. Uh, that, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not already a podcast. I Someone, so I like to, and if you look at like the homepage for the That's Entertainment podcast uh, page, people have basically dared me to start podcasts that I have like, I have images for like someone basically dared uh, me to start a podcast called uh, the, the Muppet show show, uh, which is a podcast that uh, recaps every episode of the Muppet show. So like, Oh, uh, I, I have yet to start it, obviously, but I, I created the artwork for it. Something that I have not posted there, but someone basically dared me to, to like say someone should start a podcast called Deep Thoughts with Aquaman. I have artwork out in the world for a podcast called Deep Thoughts with Aquaman. Uh, so I just, Jason Momoa, uh, you're on deck, buddy, uh, to, to start <laughs> Oh my god, great. <laughs> but uh so so yes, uh I, there's a podcast out there with your name on it. Uh I'm sure. I'm I guarantee I'm almost positive we've even joked uh like a year ago or two years ago about you doing a podcast and, and there was some name that we had for it. <sighs> I remember like a tweet. I'm sure there I remember was. a tweet about it. But you can also just do the blonde jokes too. I mean you have that's your brand, so keep rolling with that. Yeah. Plus, it's one less social media account. So deep with the blonde jokes. Oh, there you go. So deep with the blonde jokes. Boom. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
I go. love it. You keep working on it. You it's keep you, you got you got a couple of weeks uh, to to officially come up with what your pitch is for uh, what you want to do in the podcast. And like I said, it sounds like the seed has been planted at least by your po- uh, your podcasting partner. Well, yeah, podcasting partner, writing partner, your 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 blonde bitch, as you said, or biatch, is it? <laughs> I mean, again, blonde, yeah. main blonde uh, biatch. Uh, remember, I, uh, I am 34 going on 35, so I'm not with the hip language anymore. I'm, I, I'm, I think of officially, I think in July uh, when I turn 35, not only can I officially run for president, I'm also officially uh, out of like everyone's demographic. Like no one cares about me anymore because I'm 35. I think that's how it goes. No, I don't I, I, think so. I don't think that's. But how hey, it works. good news. There's another option for president. I could run for president in starting in July. So maybe I'll maybe on July 13th I'll officially announce my presidency. Uh... Listen, that would be great. <laughs> I, I've, I, well, I mean, listen. Batman for president <laughs> or something like. That. I mean, I, I mean, if it. Listen, I hate talking politics on the show, but if. We're in the situation okay. that we're in now. If that can happen, why not some dopey kid who dresses a bat dresses and talks like Batman from Philadelphia? That's all I'm saying. Uh, hashtag Absolutely. youngest president ever, maybe? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, we have so many uh, hashtags. Yeah. Now. On that note, on you're gonna be maxed on these hashtags <laughs> for the yeah. post. I, I I won't have room for anything else but the hashtags and maybe the link to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like what is this tweet of hashtags God, i don't think he knows the internet he's not interneting right <laughs> uh, all right oh, all right good. casey thank you for being on the show uh we'll have to definitely make it less than me. once a, uh every two years uh, or a year and a half or however long it's been well, yeah let's, let's not go an entire year without casey on everything is awesome uh, i agree all right Thank you. Big, big thank yous. Thank yous? Big, big thank you to Casey Spivey for being on the show um, and for all the hard work because uh, I knew she was very apprehensive about starting a podcast. So all the hard work she did in 2018 uh, to do a podcast um, with with her uh, Blind Jokes uh, you know, writing partner, creative partner, uh, just friend. Um, Heidi. Um, so thank both of them for doing the Blonde Jokes podcast. Uh, it meant a lot to me that they provided some content to thatentertains.com slash network, the, that insert, the That's Entertainment Podcast Network. Um, while the network has now turned into less of a... We were doing... I was very proud that the network was re- representing inclusion as best as we could with being a dominant um woman based network um i'm running the thing on my own which i would love to love to bring someone in with me uh to help run the network but um i i was always hesitant to bring on shows that were hosted by people that look like me uh cisgender white dudes because there's there's you know, a dime a dozen. I'm a dime. Like, there's there's general cisgender white dudes hosting long form conversation podcasts all the time, um, and and we're getting into a world where, like, yes, of course, the the podcasting landscape is a very inclusive uh, space, and there are um, people of all genders and um, 
uh, or, or you know non-binary and and color and uh, whatever hosting their own podcast and whatnot. Um, I find that sometimes it's hard to um, get it launched and get it started, and um, there are costs behind it that a lot of times are like, oh man, I got to pay for this, and I'm chances are I'm not going to make money off of it. It's it can be a very disheartening business. Um, unless you're one of the big boys or girls or big non-binary podcasters, like it, it can be very disheartening. Um, and, uh, I, I try to do my best to take all the pain away from that. Um, and, and in doing so, I often, uh, put my own creative work to the side. Um, and, and that's something that I, I cut, I absolutely said that was not going to happen probably midway through 2019 uh, because it was I was focusing so much the little bit of sameness that I had in 2019 where where I didn't feel bogged down I didn't feel depressed I didn't feel like you know I had so much work to do um, I didn't focus on my own stuff I focused on um, I focused on all the other shows that were on the network um, and I had to cut back on editing and stuff. And, um, in doing so, I, I mean, it, it may have burned bridges. I'm not hundred percent sure because there's not a lot of communication from some of those shows. Um, I don't know if, um, so I don't know if, if, if they stopped doing it because they didn't have someone to edit it anymore, which, um, sucks. It really does that I couldn't do it for free anymore, but I just, I could not. I looked at my time, the very little time I had, and the value that that was to me, and I, I could not justify doing it anymore while still having um, a place and a platform for people to come to at a f- low to no cost. Like we don't charge any of our shows for hosting, and, and going forward with our new setup, we're not going to charge any of our shows for hosting. We're going to be moving to like a better, like both a better uh, podcasting hosting um, platform and a better website hosting platform all in one. And um, so, and I'm still going to be able to do that at like no cost, um, which is something I'm really, really proud of. So uh, I just, I, I do as as I'm going to be adding at least one more, uh, we'll say one more, but technically two more shows, um, I'm going to be adding of my own to the network in 2020. Um, it, it is a little disheartening to do that uh, when we've lost some of the shows that made us a little bit more diverse. And um, uh, so, so I'm I am probably though I had a bunch of ideas to to do shows and like you know record me. Some of them are monthly, some of them are, are bi-weekly, whatever. Um, I'm, I am going to limit myself to, to Everything is Awesome, the, the after party of one podcast uh, and another podcast that I'm starting. I'm probably going to limit myself to those three until we get more diverse again. Um, but that is... Uh, so, so while I am very happy in 2020 that I've uh, moved into a space where I'm getting a lot more creativity out into the world, um, it is a little disappointing that... Uh, it seems like that the network has suffered some of its diversity in turn in return. And part of that, um, was losing the blind jokes. Uh, so that was a long winded way of saying 
I, I thank Casey um, and Heidi for their time that they spent doing the blonde jokes and producing that and editing it and getting it to me so that we could get, we could get it posted every other Monday. Um, I really enjoyed that podcast, uh, and, and I hope that they do it again one day. Um, I, uh, and I, and a big thank you and, and a big apology to Casey for her appearance on this, um, episode because, um, she took time out of her day, uh, to sit down and record with me and, and it took me a year to get it out. Um, though I, I do truly believe she understands, uh, the, that the mental space that, um, can overtake people. Uh, so, uh, I, I think she understands, um, and and uh, I, but I do say publicly thank her uh, for being on the show and apologize for the length of time it took to get out. Um, and we will absolutely over the summer get her back on the show uh, and just just chit chat. You know, I would love to. Uh, I I, I, she, I see her on her Instagram. You can follow her. I don't know if we gave her plugs out on the episode. Uh, you can follow her on, on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Hey Case, and I'll see her post every now and then uh, in her stories. Uh, rolling some dice, rolling those D20s and uh, playing some D&D. So, uh, you know, we'll have to, I'll have to try to get uh, uh, some sort of um, uh, actual play, whether it's with a group of people over roll 20 uh, or just like a one-on-one uh, party of one uh, heart points, pot of love type, uh, you're, you are not alone type of um, 1v1, not 1v1, uh, one, you know, a one-on-one uh, actual play podcast like that's very popular here in Philadelphia. Um, I don't know. I'll, maybe that's the next thing Casey and I will do. That would be that would be kind of fun. Uh, anyway, uh, so make sure you follow her at Hey Case uh, on the Twitter and on Instagram. You can just uh, search the Blind Jokes. I believe it's at uh, the Blind Jokes, or there might be a, I think it's at the underscore Blind Jokes on Twitter. Uh, but if you search for the Blind Jokes on Twitter on YouTube and stuff. You can find their very, very talented, hilarious videos. So make sure you check all that out. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at Real Awesome Pod uh, and me on Twitter at That Nerdy Kev. Um, I'm trying to get in 2020. I'm trying to get to a thousand followers, baby. So give hit that like, follow, whatever you kids do on Twitter these days. I don't know. Uh, follow me on Twitter at That Nerdy Kev and, and follow the show at Real Awesome Pod. I'm also uh, on Instagram at That Nerdy Kev. Uh, the show's on Instagram at, uh, I believe, at, at Awesome Podcast. We're at awesomepodcast.com. Uh, so please check us out. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and uh, we're going to just kind of get to our housekeeping, baby. We like to end everything as awesome with a call to action. Super friends, there are a lot of terrible things happening in the world right now. It can feel like you can't do anything to help but you can. It takes people like you and me to make a difference. One of the easiest and most effective ways to action is to call your representatives about issues that are important to you. Issues like the 2020 election. Guys, uh, your number one priority in 2020 is to make sure you're registered to vote, okay? We are in a presidential election year, guys, and this is your time to use your voice. You should vote in every election that's available to you to vote in uh, because Every vote matters, and as we rebuild everything from the the local government up, we're gonna we're gonna fix things. We're gonna get better. All right. So number one priority, because it's been a shit show for four years. Your number one priority is 
to uh, register to vote and go out and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Vote with your heart. If, you have, if there are issues that are a concern to you, you can go to uh, uh, fivecalls.org. That's fivecalls.org. Or maybe it's makefivecalls.org. Uh, there's another piece where I'll say the actual URL. But you can go there and get scripted um, uh, a script to read to your senators and uh, House representatives about issues that matter to you and let them know because every every call every call is much better than you just tweeting about it or just uh, spitting it out into the ether. When you call and you leave your name and your your zip code and, and, and you give all that information, they are listening and they realize, oh, Kev from Levittown, my constituent, he thinks this is an issue and so do all these other people and we're going to help make these people happy and make this change happen. So please, please, please register to vote. And if there's issues that are a concern to you and you need help figuring out how to get your voice heard, go to fivecalls.org. When I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There, you'll find issue summaries for issues that are important to you, contact information for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure your message gets across. Calling is quick, easy, and is one of the most effective ways to have your voice heard. Thank you to all our supporters on Patreon.com slash ThatNerdyKev and Ko-Fi.com slash ThatNerdyKev. Without their support, we want to be able to bring this awesome episode to you. If you want to support us in a non-monetary way, word-of-mouth recommendations and a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts are the best ways to spread the good word of awesome. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at RealAwesomePod or at AwesomePodcast on Instagram. We're available on awesomepodcast.com or thatentertains.com slash network. Get news about everything is awesome from our website, social media accounts, or my personal Twitter at thatnerdykev. You can also join our Discord server at bit.ly slash awesomediscord or join our newsletter at bit.ly slash thatentertainsnewsletter. If you're interested in ad rates, live appearances, help with your podcast, or have a question or comment, email us at awesome at crudehumorstudios.com. Everything is Awesome is a production of That's Entertainment Podcast Network in association with Crude Humor Studios. Crude Humor Studios is a Philadelphia-based production company specializing in audio, video, and live performances. You can find more info at crudehumorstudios.com. Thanks for listening, super friends. We've been awesome. That's Entertainment Podcast Network. Entertainment and culture. Artist owned. Fan supported.